Sharing your work can be one of the most stressful aspects of being an artist. Our work is very personal, and it's a very precious thing. The simple act of sharing it leaves us vulnerable. It invites judgment by literally anyone. The thought can be arresting and prevent us from moving forward and being seen. Today, we're going to get into that process and offer a perspective that will hopefully help usher you through the steps to get the hell over it. Your voice is valid, and you deserve to be seen. This is Art Life Confidential, and I am your host, Tracy L. Turner. Thank you for joining me today, everybody. I hope you're having a great week. What do y'all think about that new intro music, huh? (laughs) I love it so much. It was created by Mark Sexton. He is a songwriter, musician, singer, and he produces music just like the intro you just heard. So I definitely invite you to check him out. He plays with the sex tones, what it do and various other outfits. I will leave his information in the show notes and on the Art Life Confidential blog. I definitely think you should hit him up and see the music that he has been putting out there into the world. I literally listened to to his whole process of putting that intro together, and it was incredible. He really nailed it. So definitely check him out. I also want to shout out all of you out there for voting in the Instagram poll for the topic of this episode. It, I left it in you guys' hands, so here it is. Be sure you're following Art Life Confidential on Instagram or follow my personal artist Instagram at Tracy L. Turner to stay in the loop and join the discussion and uh, keep a lookout for more polls and things like that. But you can only see it if you follow me, so be sure you do that. (laughs) Alright, so I'm just going to go ahead and get into the show topic today of sharing your work. If you don't want to put yourself out there and are cool with keeping it real tight, keeping your artwork close to the chest, then maybe this might not be for you today. Um keeping your work kind of within your immediate circle of influence is fine, but the risk isn't as great. And um, this particular episode is more about those artists who are trying to expand beyond that. So, uh, yeah. But please, anyone that has listened to this is welcome to continue listening to it. Maybe you might pick up some tips for when you are ready to take that leap. So, all right. Some points about sharing your work. It's a necessary evil, all right? Just kind of get through that get that through your head. There's kind of no way around it if you want to expand or if you want to grow as an artist and especially if you want to make your art into a business, you you have to put it out there. I know it's scary, but it's uh you just have to. <laughs> It's scary because you're throwing your work into the void without knowing what will come back, right? 
working yourself up into, into thinking it's good enough to share, you know, that's a huge part of it. And not all artists are comfortable to, um, to play into their egos that way. Contrary to popular belief, not all artists are uh, up their own ass. Some of us are a bit shyer about our, th- our, our work, and uh, we need a little bit of a push to get motivated. So as far as how to share your work, I'm going to be another person to tell you probably something you don't want to hear, okay? Social media <laughs> is your frenemy. In this day and age, being a creative, it's kind of like you really are not going to get anywhere if you do not use the internet in some way. I don't know any creative or artist or anyone with a craft out there that has gotten anywhere without using it in some way. Um, so I'm sorry. I know a lot of us hate that shit, including me. <laughs> but it is the fastest and best way to share your work. And if you already have a phone or access to internet, it's the least costly. I mean, you're already paying for it. And a lot of these apps or websites or whatever, I mean, it's just so easily accessible. It's not really costing you too much more to to use it and put your work out there. There are a lot of advantages to using social media and or the internet. For one, feedback is usually pretty immediate. I mean, not that what everyone thinks should be that important, but it's good to see responses to the work that you're doing. And I mean, come on, we need that. In some way, your artwork will have a place to live. You post it, it's there, and it will stay there pretty much forever. Which, you know, depending on the type of person you are, is, I mean, an extremely good thing. That's what we want. We want that high possibility of visibility. And using social media is a great first step if you don't have a website yet. The downsides to social media, there are a lot, but... I'm going to just point out a few big ones. One thing that is something I'm still working on and is a big topic of conversation amongst other creatives that I talk to is that the numbers, likes, interactions, that whole aspect of social media can be really distracting. It puts a number to your work that isn't always accurate, but can sometimes fuck up the way that we view our work and view ourselves. I mean, the the numbers is something that we can see. And if it's not high enough or not as high as maybe someone else that we're watching, it can really kind of mess with your head and start making you think that you're not great enough or something like that. And it's just really not true. But it's so hard to get out of our own heads with that sometimes. Social media is also another thing to juggle with. I mean, a lot of us, I'm sure, all we want to do is just sit in the studio and work. That's where we're happiest. That's where we're most comfortable. 
that's what matters the most to a lot of us is just working and if we're doing it all ourselves social media or managing social media accounts and things like that is just another task to keep track of and it's it can be kind of like a a part-time job I'm not gonna lie (laughs) another downside to social media is now more and more these companies and apps and things like that are finding ways to make money off of people using these sites and so for artists a lot of times or anyone with a business really you feel like there's a pay-to-play aspect just for just just to be seen and that doesn't always feel really fair but it is an aspect that you have to deal with And at times, a cost that we unfortunately have to eat. So, yeah, fuck social media, but I love social media at the same time as an artist because no one would know who the hell I was any other way. And I'm sure that's that way for a lot of artists who are just trying to start out. So with that being said, I'm going to go into some of my personal favorite social media spaces to use or at least the ones that I think are probably the most effective for artists but it's different for everybody some people really flourish on Facebook but can't get any traction on a space like Tumblr or something like that or maybe Instagram is the most fun or uh, gives you the most visibility but Facebook doesn't I mean uh, you do have to give it some time and see which spaces are the most effective and just cater to that. I mean, if you're posting on Facebook, you're not getting any traction, you're not getting any sales or questions or anything, then either scrap it or just don't use it as much. Don't focus on trying to make that pop off. If you've been doing it for maybe six months or a year or something like that and it's not going as well as maybe posting your stuff on Etsy or DeviantArt or Instagram. But it takes time to kind of figure out where your work does best. So I would say try things out that sound appealing, put some time into developing it, and see where the chips fall. So, okay, the main one that I think is probably really great for artists is Instagram. It's free to sign up it has a grid style layout on your page so it's automatically set up kind of like a gallery they have messaging capabilities people are able to leave comments if you want to make your page kind of like a business page they offer free analytics so you can see where your followers are located what's posts do well what times of day the majority of your followers are online and things like that so if you care about those types of things instagram already has that built in and it can be pretty useful really instagram also is able to link to your other social media like twitter facebook and tumblr if that's something you want to do you can just make your posts on Instagram and set it up to post everywhere else so you're not constantly flipping back and forth. So in a way that that saves you some time if you are 
utilizing multiple social media sites. Also, lots of people use Instagram, and more and more people are joining every day. So you just never know who is going to come across your work. Instagram also uses different formats like video and Instagram stories, so you can be creative with your posts. And it's useful for different types of creatives, musicians, singers, dancers, writers, visual artists, what have you. So you're not exactly limited. It's also easy for people to share your posts. So if someone likes your work, they can share it on their page and tag you in it and direct people to to your page. The simple act of someone even liking your post has the visibility to the people that are following them and so on and so on. So you do have a shot at getting seen by lots of different types of people. Some of the downsides of Instagram, though, is that even with all of the ways that you can be seen, it can still sometimes feel like it's hard to be seen. The algorithms are inconsistent, and you have to do a lot of research to quote-unquote hack it and use some strategy to get in front of people who matter. Moving on to another social media site that I think is at least good for starting out is Facebook. I know, I know, <laughs> maybe you're someone like me who also hates Facebook, but it is a default site, and most people have one. I'm not sure about the effectiveness of having Facebook anymore because their algorithms are inconsistent as well. It makes sense that Facebook and Instagram kind of have wonky-ass algorithms because Facebook owns Instagram, so that's something to keep in mind. But um, if you already have a personal Facebook page, you can just post your artwork on there. They're, you're already connected to a ton of different people and if you're just trying to get a certain level of feedback or are just trying to get yourself into the habit of sharing your work and building tough skin and shit like that then it's really worth a shot it's 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 a great starting point i believe that's how i started sharing my work i don't do it so much anymore at least not on my personal page I do have a separate artist Facebook page where I post where I just post all of my artwork on there. I mean, it, it might not get the most traction, but again, it's another place for you to be found and to easily share your work. And if you already have a Facebook page set up, then you're good to go. Facebook does allow you to have a business page, but they also have pay to play options for maximum visibility. It, it's it's really hard on on some of these sites to gain followers or interactions organically. So you might feel pressured to pay for ads just to to get yourself up there in front of people's faces. It's I don't know, it's debatable whether you actually need to or not. But but yeah, I I still think that it's a downside that you have to pay for the space to compete and be seen um, in that way. So that's kind of a downside, but but again, it's an option if you already have a certain budget for advertising your work or investing in yourself. It, it can't hurt. 
to drop you know, five bucks here and there just to see what happens. I mean, Facebook may not be as fun <laughs> or as good as some of the other sites, but I, like I mentioned before, it's always a great place to start. Tumblr. Tumblr is another good space, I think, if you want to start sharing your work. It's kind of a way to start your own website, in a sense. They do have those options, and, it, and it's also free to sign up. They have different templates. It's customizable. So you can really kind of add a personal touch to your Tumblr page. Though keep in mind, when it's on the mobile site, I think everything looks all the same, so you customizing and making your shit look all pretty is not going to look that way <laughs> when someone's scrolling through the app, and most of us are only using our phones, so, you know, keep that in mind. I wouldn't go too cr too too crazy with it, but, uh, but yeah, Tumblr's great. There's lots of art and inspiration on there, a lot of cool intellectuals check out Tumblr and post on there, so, um, if that's your crowd then that's a great place to post your stuff things do have a chance of going viral on tumblr but i wouldn't live for that I, don't um post things with that expectation because you will be disappointed more times than not it is hard to gain a following on tumblr at least that's what i found it's it's a very slow process to build that up uh, and, and I'm and I'm saying that by uh, by comparing that with um, something like Instagram or Facebook, I think it's a bit easier to gain a following on those sites than it is on Tumblr. But but I wouldn't say dismiss it. Try it out. I think it's another way to share your work and be found. And if you haven't set up your own website yet, then Tumblr is a really good place to start with that speaking of your own websites you can build your own website obviously that would be a great place to share your work i will be sharing some tips on that particular topic in an upcoming episode it's too large to really go into right now but i'm putting that here as an option because it fits with the topic just having your own website setting it up to where there's a blog, gallery, uh, contact information, and even an online store is a great way to have a space on the internet where you can direct people and your work is there. And it's put up in a way that is all designed by you. So it can have any type of look that you want and you have the most control over how people are exposed to your work. So another online space, or a few on online spaces, that you can also use if you're curious, uh, um, places like DeviantArt, Van Gogh Art, Saatchi Art, uh, they're basically these okay well deviant art is more kind of like an art social space i believe i haven't used it i mean it's been around for a long ass time i remember being way more familiar with it back when i was going to college and art school and all that uh it seems to be well liked amongst 
that community, art school community, illustrators, digital artists, you know, you'll, you'll find a lot of work like that on there. And you'll get to be able, you get to be able to connect with other artists and get feedback straight from people who actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> Van Gogh art, Saatchi art, they're basically directories of artists. You have a, sp- a they give you a page that you can set up, add your work on there, you can sell your work on there, and it's a way for art collectors to find artists and purchase their work through them. Uh, It's, again, just another way to share and or sell your work. I haven't had too much success with those. I tried Van Gogh art and Saatchi art, and I really just felt like no one was finding me at all zero visits just kind of getting lost in the sauce and I really I think I was on there maybe six months to a year and nothing was moving like I would have liked it to and I felt like it was just another place that I was monitoring and wasn't and it wasn't getting me anywhere so I I eventually deleted those accounts Um, those places are are also very saturated so it can be hard to be seen or found organically. And, uh, yeah, I would say it's worth looking into if you're curious. They are also free applications. So, I mean, if you already have a pretty decent following and you just need another place for people to find you or direct your followers to to buy your work directly, then, then sure, set it up, see how it works for you. Uh, nobody really knows who the hell I am, so I didn't really find much value in keeping those accounts. Maybe I might visit it again in the future, but as of now, I I really didn't care for it. But again, I would suggest, if you're curious, check it out, see how it might work for you. Maybe your work is better than mine, (laughs) and it'll do, it'll do fine. You might find some art collectors interested in what you're doing, but... Personally, I didn't care for them. Just offering you another option. So, outside of the internet, if you want to share your work in person, there are table events that you can check out, like art conventions, craft shows, or any sort of public event that offers vending spots for artists. People get to meet you and talk to you in person. You might be more likely to sell your work because the people are right there in front of your face. They can see it. They can touch it. They can talk to you about it and connect with it. I definitely do not like (laughs) table events, mostly because I don't want to have that much interaction with people. (laughs) I also don't want to feel like a salesperson. (laughs) So um, they're not my favorite, but I will say that I was usually able to make a few quick bucks just because I was there and people were able to just come up to me and talk to me. And they're there to spend money a lot of the time anyway. So they're more likely to purchase something when they are right in front of your face. They're also good because you do get that immediate in-person raw reactions to your work which 
can help you in the sense of maybe reassuring you that you're on the right track, reassuring you that, that there are people that care about your work and can care about your work. The downside is if you're more of a shy person, then this doesn't, this, this option is not going to sound very appealing to you because of the aspect of being around people in person and having them talk to you and you having to be kind of a salesperson. I mean, if not that, then at least somewhat engaging. You can't just sit there with your head down when someone's in your face looking at your wares and they're asking you questions. They, you kind of have to have a certain in-person presence as well as being able to present your work in a certain way. But on the flip side of that, it does give you an opportunity to work on presentation and talking about your work, handing out different materials like business cards or free shit. It, it, it does um, allow you to be a little more creative in that sense if you care about that. I would say that the people that have the most success with table events and share and uh, selling their, their stuff in person are the people who are a little more outgoing and engaging. But that doesn't mean that you won't be able to have some success in your own right if you are a little bit more on the laid back side. I mean, it really just it really just depends. And uh, I think it's worth trying at least once just to see how it goes. Hopefully, if it's a if it's an event that you have to buy into, for example, maybe fifty bucks for a table at the event. That that's if it's well attended, you can easily make that back at the very least. But I think table events or stuff like that, vending, all that does give you a certain visibility that you probably wouldn't get any other way. So again, I do think it's worth at least trying once. And if you don't like it, then you can cross it off and never have to do it again. You already know <laughs> that it's not for you and you can continue your efforts online. Or you could go another in-person route and do group shows or show your work in non-traditional art spaces, places like coffee shops, bars, boutiques, salons. It's Definitely a great way to get your feet wet and show your work in a show. Hey, actually hanging your work on a physical wall, a place where people can walk in, see what you're doing, talk to you or not talk to you because you don't have to be there at this place 24 seven. They can see your work when you're not there. So if you are on the Shire side, I'm sure that sounds appealing to you as well. At best, you have one night, which would be the opening, the art show opening, to meet people and see how they react to your work. And what? That could be maybe for two or three hours, and then you're done. <laughs> and the rest of the month, or however long the work is hanging in the space, people are exposed to it. And if they have a way to contact you, they... They can do that on, the, on their own time, and you don't have to be there. <laughs> if that's something that interests you, I would say get online and look for calls for artists that are in your area. Or if you're just kind of out and about meeting with a friend for coffee or some shit, 
and you see that there's artwork on the walls, get the contact info of the person or or these places that show work and just inquire about what their schedule is like, what their submission process is like. And you could have yourself a little show and sell your work that way. Or at the very least, show it and build that experience. So some final thoughts that I'll leave you with as I close things out today. If you're an artist who is starting to share their work or wants to start, a big, big thing, I think, is to cultivate and maintain a healthy support group of friends and other artists. I think it's one of the most important things to have just in general and especially as an artist and even more especially (laughs) as you are sharing yourself with the world. You need to have a core group of people that have your back and support you because they're going to keep you going. They're going to be able to give you feedback and and remind you that your work is valid. Another thing I'll say is to not get too wrapped up in how the path should look when you're first starting out. I mean, just because you're not in some prestigious white wall gallery does that does not mean that you aren't a quote-unquote real artist does not mean that your work is shitty if you are showing in coffee shops or what have you especially when you're first starting out I mean it's just like any other job you got to start somewhere and the whole point really is to make your work and share it that's it if you want to eventually end up in a bigger gallery or a much more prestigious art space or whatever, that can always be shaped up as you go along and as you continue to define your goals. It's more about learning what works, especially in the beginning. If you're someone who has been kind of going at it for a while and maybe you're kind of stuck in a rut or you're not really seeing the the traction that you want, try switching it up. It doesn't hurt, and who knows, it may end up working out better than some of the other methods that you've tried. The last point that I'm going to leave with you all today is a really important one, and I think it's something that should be drilled into our heads, is that having it done is almost always better than perfect. I'm going to say it again. Having it done is better than perfect. Get it how you live. Maximize the resources that you have. If you want to start making videos, but you don't have this, you don't have the money to get some high-priced ass equipment, it's okay. Use your phone. Who fucking cares? The point is, you have an idea, you have work that you want to share. Put it out there. Use what you have. Don't sit here and feel like you have to wait for all the perfect circumstances to line up for you to get out here and really be an artist and share your work and or make money off of your work. A lot of the time, people don't really care about all that. You know how many YouTube, excuse me, shitty YouTube videos that I watched simply because I was just interested in what the person had to say or because I liked the person's personality or something like that same thing kind of goes with other artists 
I mean, there are probably some accounts that I follow either maybe on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, where maybe their artwork isn't so awesome or their photos aren't always the best, but I enjoy their captions that they add to explain their process or explain their ideas or or something like that. Bitch, I'm recording this episode of the podcast in my car on my break at work right now. <laughs> there was some loud-ass construction going on outside of my house, so I wasn't able to record, and I couldn't use my normal equipment. But it's really important to me to talk to y'all and to get an episode out to you on time. So here we are. I'm in my car with this raggedy-ass voice recorder just because I'm trying to stay on schedule and to get this topic out to you guys because I really think it's an important one and it's one that you guys want to know about so here we go (laughs) seriously having it done is better than perfect just share yourself we want to see it I want to see it there are so many ways out here now for you to do that so if something doesn't work try something else and it really is up to you and how much work that you're willing to put into it all right so with that i'm going to go ahead and wrap things up but this conversation isn't over let's continue to chat online okay for all things art life confidential visit the website artlifeconfidential.com check out the blog for more art related topics and discussion The comments are always open, and I love to hear from y'all. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search Art Life Confidential and give it a follow while you're there. If you like this episode, be sure to let me know. You can do this by commenting, sharing, rating, liking, (laughs) subscribing to the show. It would really help me out so I can know what you guys are liking, and I can keep bringing you topics that you want to hear. Art Life Confidential is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast. So be sure that you're subscribed so you can get all future episodes and episodes that you've missed. All right, that's it. Have a great week. Do something creative, y'all, and I'll see you in the next one. 